what's good my dudes and welcome back to stoned and starving with me renee and sorry my voice may sound a little different today um i don't really have an excuse for it i just kind of woke up a little bit a little bit nasally so apologies for that anywho I will confess that I recorded this episode once before (laughs) and listening back to it, I was like, no, like it really didn't hit the mark that I intended for this topic, which is a very, it can be a very touchy subject. So I guess I'll just put in a trigger warning right now saying I'll be talking about like self-esteem and like body image and that kind of topic. So if that's triggering to you, maybe skip this episode and we'll catch you next week. But if not, then everyone knows that this topic can be very broad and brazen, I guess you could say. Bold and brash. (laughs) But as I was recording the first version of this episode, I couldn't keep to my main point. Like it kept, I kept just putting in filler stuff around what I really wanted to talk about. And I didn't want anyone listening to it. And because it would have just been a waste of time, honestly, there were some good things said in, in the first version, but I was just like, it's just not hitting right. So here I am again, ready to talk about what I meant to talk about in the first version. (laughs) So let's just jump right in. As somebody who doesn't necessarily fit the body image ideal and never really has my whole life, I do have a lot to say about this kind of thing just because I feel like I've been, or I know that I've been through this whole journey of loving myself and whatever. And I know that it's a popular subject like along social media and stuff like that to romanticize your life and self-care and blah, blah, blah. But I will say a lot of people do it for clout, but there is a lot of truth in what they're saying or what they're doing to show themselves self-love. Even if it may not come from the best place at first. I feel like it eventually morphs into act- the actual self-love. If you, you Like when you fake it to make it kind of thing. But as I grew up and seeing social media grow with more celebrities and influencers posting images of themselves and not knowing about editing or retouching and even just not knowing, not realizing that celebrities and all that whole group have insecurities as well, and maybe that's why they're doing the editing, really kind of fucked with my head. You know, like being a kid, you don't know all of this behind the scenes stuff, or you're just going through the beginnings of the self esteem issues, and you haven't had time to really reflect on why you may be feeling that way or if it's possible to not feel that way. So I feel like I'm starting to do a 
do it again where I'm just like rambling around the main topic. So I just really want to, I want to hone in for a minute. I will say I'm going to try my best in this episode to keep it general because I know that with all the knowledge that I've gained over the years, it's not just women that deal with self-esteem issues and body image standards and all that jazz. So I'm going to try to keep it as general as possible. Um, And if I make a mistake here and there, I apologize in advance. So I'll start with the actual topic of social media because it plays a huge part, at least in my story and like in my experience to why my self-esteem issues started. And it was also the solution to, well, I wouldn't say solution because it's still something that I'm working on, but it was like a highlight moment in my life where I learned further about the behind the scenes of social media that allowed me to be like, oh, these people don't actually look this perfect. Like I don't have to look like that. And then it's further when you further the the self-love and the affirmations and all that jazz, which we'll get further into, and you actually start to love yourself and appreciate yourself, you realize that you are the only you, you know, and it's just a moot point to compare yourself to anyone else because nobody else is just like you. Even if you have an identical twin, <laughs> they are not exactly you because they don't have what's on the inside as well. So as a young kid, right, growing up with social media and evolving along the same timeline as technology, we weren't just seeing images of celebrities or whatever on, like, in movies or on magazines anymore. We were seeing what we thought was their inner world on their social media, you know, the behind, their behind the scenes and showing this, I guess you could say more vulnerable image of themselves. We all assumed, oh, like this is what they look like just chilling at their house, you know, when in reality, what we didn't realize what was going on until fairly recently, now that the technology has become even more advanced, is that people, these people were just editing themselves and their bodies. And, you know, that's part of their job is to be okay with stuff like that. And I think that's changing now, thankfully, because a lot of people have spoken out about how they didn't want to be edited or They didn't have control over how they were edited in some sort of photo or magazine or movie or whatever. So that's a good thing now. But I'm talking about, you know, just being a teenager and not knowing the difference and holding myself and basically bullying myself. Even if I didn't, I didn't have like bullies in high school and stuff like that. Yeah, there were like mean girls or whatever, but you brush that shit off. You know, you go back with your friend group and you're like, whatever. But personally, I was my own bully. (laughs) I was my biggest bully. And I really held celebrities and social media influencers on a pedestal because I was like, wow, I can achieve that one day. 
I want to look like them. And the more that I tried and the more that I failed, I was like, what's wrong with me? You know, why can't I look like that? And it all comes down to the fact that they don't even fully look like that. You know, (laughs) somebody with completely airbrushed skin and like slim thick waist or like six pack Dorito body abs (laughs) in terms of guys, it can result in such a toxic mindset especially as a young kid and even in high school because yes high school you are still very young (laughs) so going into college and stuff like that I still I graduated feeling a bit better about myself because a lot of that stuff was coming out about oh this is edited on this person and look at this glitch and blah 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 but I was still holding myself to the standard of like people that were close to me like around me Still not realizing that, you know, everybody's bone structure and bodies are different. We're not just like this body shape and this body shape and this body shape. You can be categorized broadly in those body shapes, but nobody is ever identical to somebody else that has the quote unquote same body shape. So through college... It got a little bit better off and on, but I really wasn't taking care of my body. I was eating poorly. My skin was still breaking out from high school. I was just feeling really terrible about myself and also dealing with other things like my school, whatever, just a lot of self-worth issues. It was rough (laughs) throughout college, but I also realized that I didn't really know who I was. Therefore, I didn't know what I wanted to be. And I was kind of like in this limbo of feeling like I should grasp onto somebody else's kind of look and personality when in reality, I should have been really working toward who I wanted to be and believing that I could achieve that because it's what I wanted in life, you know? (laughs) But it also comes down to in terms of self-esteem, feeling worthy of achieving that. Because a lot of people will say, well, I don't, like, that can't be me. I don't, I'm not going to look like that. I don't want to, like, I don't deserve that kind of thing. And it's like, well, why? (laughs) Why not? You know, like, you were given this life, right? And I know this is getting so philosophical, but this is what, you're here for, I imagine, is the deeper thoughts and concepts. But you're, you, whether you believe it or not, whether it's in your belief system or not, you're here for a reason. And it's up to you to determine what that is. It's not just something that's, you know, assigned to you by somebody else. You determine what your life is about, what you want to do. And It's funny that, like, it's just that easy, but we have such struggles from experiences we've had over our lives in being able to believe in that for ourselves, if that makes sense. And a lot of people will frown on, you know, I guess believing in magic, which there's a fine line, right? But I myself have seen results in fully just believing, get getting used to believing without seeing it first. 
And I think that's a huge thing to learn and take away from because that's one of the things that helped me the most. And to believe in yourself without having to see the progress first. And it's really hard. It's really hard and way easier said than done. But it truly is one of the elements of the answer in terms of being able to push yourself past that barrier of I'm not good enough and I'm not worthy. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not handsome enough. I'm not good looking, whatever. Pushing past that barrier and getting to your version of self-worth and what you deserve and what you want to deserve, you know, but it takes a lot of steps and discipline and courage and love to get there. But steering back to the whole social media thing, it took me so long to really ingrain in my brain the technology of filters now because it's insane. You know, you have the whole like deep fake stuff, which is so crazy and scary. I can't even delve into that right now because I honestly don't know all the technology behind that either. But growing up, you know, we had the Snapchat filters, whatever, the little dog sticking the tongue out, whatever, that whole thing. And yeah, they could be seen as like dangerous in terms of like self-esteem issues, whatever. But they were mostly for fun. And we all knew that because not, it's not realistic to have a dog face all the time, you know, but filters now, especially on TikTok that I've seen like videos of, it's not just like this mask over your face anymore. They literally have softwares like AI softwares that will go through images that are through the entire like database of the internet and create a whole new image over yours. It's not just like a mask over your moving face anymore. It's it's really hard to understand and explain because I don't know all of the science behind it, technology, whatever. But essentially, it's just creating a whole new image so that when you turn to the side, you can't nine times out of 10, you don't see any glitching like you would with a mask filter, if that makes sense. And it's really scary to think about because a lot of people could have, you know, their whole profile of videos as a fake version of themselves. And a lot of people will say that that's, you know, malicious and like maniacal in a way because technically those people are lying especially if they have like a substantial fan base. But it also took me a minute to understand and reflect on the fact that like, let's just pause for a minute. And I want you to think about a time where maybe you thought about editing a photo or you were looking at one of your photos and just bullying yourself over something about it. Like you didn't like the way you were standing. You don't like the way your waist looks, how your face is, I don't know, your skin, something like that. Think about a time, if it's not too triggering, where you're reflecting on a photo in that way, that just deprecative way. And think about editing it. Even if you didn't, think about you editing it because you didn't like that thing. Now, 
I want you to think about that in terms of these people on social media feeling like they need to edit themselves in order to have and sustain this fan base. And I feel like that kind of evens it out for me. That doesn't excuse it at all, especially if they're not disclosing it to their fan base. I think that's where it can get really muddy. But if you think about it in terms of how this person probably feels about themselves to where they feel like they need to do this in order to have a job kind of thing. And it is kind of sad. (laughs) Like, I'm not saying your average person needs to disclose when they edit their photo because they're not actively lying to somebody, like to a whole group of people that they are potentially selling things to, you know? It's just whatever. You edit this little thing in your photo because you want to feel good about yourself. But again, if you have a fan base or if you're trying to sell a product and you're using a filter on your, I don't know, ad or your little like get ready with me or on the photo that you have posting on your Instagram, that's where I don't really feel the sympathy of how they may be feeling anymore. Because you're actively lying to people that are supporting you and admiring you and wanting to look like you, you know, and thinking that they have that chance to look identical to you or to them. Sorry, I don't want to say you and like you, the viewers, thinking that I'm talking about you (laughs) unless you're doing that, because if you are, you should probably pause and do some hard self-reflecting and go back to it. (laughs) But there is a lot to be said about this kind of vicious cycle where, especially on social media, if somebody posts an image or video where they're using a filter, and I know I don't have TikTok, I never have, but I've heard from other people that like a default for a certain video already has like a skin smoothing filter on it. And a lot of people don't even know about it. They just think they look like that, like in the natural lighting of that video, you know, they're looking cute that day. Even though they are, they're just maybe reflecting on, maybe I don't feel like I was because I had a filter on kind of thing. I probably just totally ran in a circle with that statement. But anyways, the vicious cycle of these people posting videos and somebody noticing a filter on them. And maybe they don't even know it, but maybe most likely they do. And they're being bullied by people who are calling it out. And I'm not saying anyone who calls out a filter is bullying. That's not what I'm saying. It's the people that actively try to tear these people down for using the filter instead of just being like, hey, we know you're using a filter. Maybe try to disclose it in the next one or whatever. People who are just saying gross shit and bullying these people for using a filter on whatever is just breeding further their self-esteem issues because now they're getting called out for this thing and they're like well I don't feel beautiful enough to put myself out there without this filter or something like that they're gonna see through me kind of thing and yes it is a very gray area I understand that and it's a lot to tackle for a half an hour 45 minute audio session or podcast episode but We're just covering the general basics here as far as really trying to call out social media stuff when it comes to wanting to 
discern between what is real and what is just completely fake. Because sometimes it's just a harmless, like the skin smoothing filter, whatever, you know, like it's just a video unless you're using it for a skincare product video. That's where I don't get it. And a lot of celebrities do that because everybody needs a freaking skincare or beauty line now. And it's really irritating because not everyone cares, like actually cares about the ingredients and stuff that go into that. But that could be a whole separate episode. I could go off on all of that. But coming back to the actual basis of where all of this stems from and talking and focusing more on the actual loving yourself aspect, because I can't remember who said it, but recently I heard someone say, you know, where is the actual process in loving yourself? You know what I mean? And that's kind of what I was touching on earlier with like the whole, oh, you have to just love yourself because it is such it's almost like a redundant thing at this point to say to somebody, just love yourself. Well, what the frick does that mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Just like flip a switch and love myself. Like it's never, never that easy. And it takes a lot of reflecting and honestly, like courage and bravery to be able to acknowledge the darker parts of yourself and traumas that you've been through and it could be as simple as somebody saying like like commenting on I don't know the shape of your nose or how you look in a certain outfit one day it could be as as small as that but to you it feels like it's just this cloud over you like why would they say that did I really look like that do did I really did that really like pop out to that person you know when in reality it's like that person is focusing on that part of you because that's what they focus on about themselves. And that, I hope that was like a moment because that was for me in realizing that people will point things out on you because they're conscious of that for themselves. And they don't, they may be insecure about that part of themselves. And that took me a long time to really like solidify in my thought process when it came when it came to self-esteem and body image because I've had a lot of comments said to me and I'm a pretty upfront person. You know, like I pretty much tell it how it is all the time without causing a lot of conflict because I <laughs> I hate conflict. But I like being honest. I really value honesty. So I try to give that to other people. And some people give that back to me. (laughs) And maybe it's a little too honest in how they're thinking. And it could just be this one-off comment that they are not intending to be, you know, malicious or rude in any way. But I take it that way because... I'm thinking about it so instantly as like a personal thing, you know, when in reality, like I said, it's something that they think about in their minds. It's conscious to them. So they look at it in other people because they want validation in their minds that their nose isn't the worst or something or that they, I don't know. (laughs) 
<laughs> the nose is coming to me because sometimes I'm insecure about my nose, okay? It's just not this, like, sculpted thing, you know? But when you think about it in terms of how I said you are the only version of you, you are the only you here. And you are you all the time. So to compare yourself to somebody else or to seek validation in putting down their qualities is a moot point. Like, you're just going to keep running into the next thing that you're insecure about, you know? When, if you start to try to look at yourself, that's why I said a few episodes back to just really look in the mirror and admire yourself. Even if at first it's like one thing you can think of, hold on to that thing and know that that makes, that's a part of you. That is something to love about yourself. Even if it's just one thing, it's something, you know, and it does it when you start to talk to yourself in a kinder way in your mind, you don't have to be like crazy talking to yourself out loud, whatever, but in your mind and you start to be your biggest advocate and your worst bully is just put to bed, you know, the bully part of yourself, the ego that is just telling you, you're not good enough. You can't get this. You can't do that. Whatever. Just trying to limit you to your comfort zone in what you already know. That whole aspect starts to take a, a backseat, starts to be on the back burner and just kind of like a whisper. And the voice that was a whisper that was like, wait, but there's this. You do have this about yourself, you know? You What about this? You said you liked this a while ago. <laughs> that voice becomes louder and that becomes your main narrative of I am worthy, I am lovable, I am whoever I want to be. I am, period. You are just you. And it... It's actually funny because I'm actually coming back to, in that statement, I'm coming back to something that one of my yoga instructors said this past week. And she said that her instructor, her trainer, had a tattoo that said Satnam. And she asked her what that meant. And she was telling us this in uh, Shavasana at the end of our class. And the instructor had said, it means I am. And that was it not I am blank. It was just I am. And she went on to say how like powerful that is to just be. Because you are, you're just a human being, you know. We're all just trying to make our way through this life. And to beat up the only person that's with you the whole time is kind of rude, <laughs> you know. We just need to come back to what really matters, and that is how we talk to ourselves, how we love ourselves, what we do for us in order to help others. And that all being said, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I really hope I could help in any way in terms of maybe changing the way that you speak to yourself and not taking what you see on social media as verbatim because nine times out of ten especially now it is not 
And if you even have to take a break from social media, do that. <laughs> like I've done that before where I just deleted Instagram for a little bit and it does help, but it takes strength to like not fall back into like that habit if you re-download it and whatever. So it's not for everyone, but you know, again, I hope you enjoyed. And next week as a little preview, we will be talking about a balance between feminine and masculine energies and kind of toxic masculinity as well as, you know, the whole feminist aspect of things. I really just want to talk about this specific Reddit post that I saw that talks about this woman. You know, I'm giving away too much. Femininity, masculinity, balance between the two. We're talking about that next week. And I really hope that you tune in. Okay? So I'll catch you all next week. Oh, and by the way, before you go, please, please, please leave a review if you feel called to do so. I really want to get into the podcast algorithm. And that is one way to help me out. And it's completely free, except for your precious time. So if you decide to do so, thank you so much. And if not, Again, I'll catch you next week. 